0: Wrestle Kingdom was a big night for New Japan Pro Wrestling, WWE, AEW, New Japan, all on one big show. The biggest non WWE event of the year is in the books. And you can bank on it. Bank on it. Get it? Watch Watch out, watch out, watch out. What's up, everybody? I'm Kev Kellum. That is Emily May Heller. What's going on? Uh, We are both sleep-deprived people, but if you're a wrestling fan who followed (laughs) Wrestle Kingdom last night, you likely are as well. Uh, The biggest biggest night of non-WWE action is in the books. It's right up there with AEW All Out. I know some people maybe don't watch it live, so you're going to get the spoilers. Maybe this isn't the show for you. If you just want to know what happened, this is the show for you we both have our new japan gear on i didn't know we we were doing that
1: oh yeah we're we're all matching good morning good afternoon everyone i know some of us had a late late night but yeah we have our new japan gear we're representing
0: oh man see i made luggage (laughs) to to get through the show
1: (laughs) we all brought some extra luggage i didn't get the the note
0: about i didn't give a note about foundation i really should have this is my foundation. Uh, yeah you gotta you
1: know it does there you
0: go Emily, uh, you have a very uh, intimate knowledge of things going on with New Japan, Uh, obviously doing a lot of things on camera for New Japan USA. So I knew you were going to be amped up and very caffeinated at wrong times of the day to do the show. Uh, If you're just joining us, we will talk about all the big news. Yes, we will talk about Mercedes Renato, her big debut, how she's going to be doing a big event for New Japan. We will talk about, uh, I think, an early match of the year contender, even though we're four four days into the year. Uh, And uh, a WWE wrestler losing a match to a New Japan pro wrestler, which I think is very noteworthy to say in this wild time we are in wrestling. The Forbidden Door is no longer forbidden. Uh, Overall take, what did you think of New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom? It's a show with a lot of expectations uh, for people that follow New Japan. This is the WrestleMania
1: I mean, like you said, this is the WrestleMania for New Japan. It's, it's you know, one of the top events in wrestling in the world every year. And I think there was so much discussion and speculation of what would happen. They've been building these matches for months, for years in the making. And again, it delivered. This was, I feel like, the first, the first uh, Wrestle Kingdom where you know we we kind of felt the energy of the fans again and i feel like it it finally uh it like has been revived bigger and better than ever and this was just again i think it it went beyond my expectations
0: so let's jump into it we'll talk about some silly things here and there we won't cover every match on the show Uh, verbatim because there's a lot to cover but I mean there's a lot of news out of the show to 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 swallow for some people that are just kind of casual viewers so we'll we'll get you through it but let's let's get into the big headline here uh Mercedes Renato now known as Mercedes Monet depending on how you want to decipher it um it she gets to make a big entrance after a very strong opening match I thought they went with the right match to open the show the junior uh, tag team champions or Cruiserweight tag team champions, TJP, uh, leading that team. Leo Rush in action. Leo Rush getting bloodied in that match, which is pretty good. Strong opener. But you could see it. You could literally look on your timeline on Twitter. And everyone who was a Sasha Banks stan up, yeah. saying, hashtag for Mercedes, I'm getting a service for this uh, level of um, fandom is a completely different type of wrestling fandom. It's, I would say it's much more akin to a boy band fandom. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in, in a dedicated way. And there's a lot of people just showing up to this thing to try it out, to be up really late in the United States. Uh, in the English-speaking world, and take in this new thing where they knew she was going to be there. She's yeah. teasing stuff. She was tweeting, mm-hmm. "Thank you, WWE. Thank you, Sasha Banks." And Thank that happened Paige. about
1: thirty minutes, thirty minutes to an hour, if I'm getting my timeline right, before the kickoff kickoff matches. So people were just—I don't know if you saw—kind of Twitter blow up, just but stirring it happened the pot. so and it was just, just stirring the pot and like just all the last few weeks the last few months just little little nuggets there here and there uh mm-hmm. to kind of tease everyone but what i love to your point what i loved is that we this was such a crossover event this had wrestling fans non-wrestling fans this had people just coming in that have watched the mandalorian that was like i'm curious i want to see this and you know people that are like pure you know pure sasha banks fans coming in seeing what will happen you know it wasn't confirmed but again there was so much you could just see the support uh leading into this and it like whoo i think i think it was really exciting so uh
0: so uh, the iwgp women's titles on the line and this is also historic and i i do think this kind of gets overshadowed by the whole thing and i understand why this is a massively popular superstar you had commentary uh making not so subtle jokes about hey um coming up we have some unpredictable surprises and there is and uh there's this next match is going to be something special everyone around the world is working is is gonna bank on it and so they were doing these different things shout out to chris charlton and and kevin kelly i thought they were absolutely fantastic gino gambita with them as well i enjoyed them on english commentary well worth what you're paying for Yeah, i loved
1: like right off the bat they had such good chemistry and it's been a while since the three of them have been you know been together on the mic what I loved is that they were kind of having fun. They were kind of throwing those little hints. They were really, uh, you know, Chris is is that, uh, you know, historian that knows so much history about- uh, He's written a new,
0: book about it. About the New Japan brand. New so Japan, like, yeah. you
1: just soak in that information and then you get, you know, obviously uh, Kelly doing, doing his amazing kind of uh, play-by-play work. And again, it was just so nice to hear- um, hear that on the kind of the English commentary side. So I would have loved to, to have uh, heard the opposite side um, as well to hear what, you know, what uh, the Japanese team was saying.
0: <laughs> uh, so Tam comes out, she gets a big intro uh Kyrie comes out this is the first women's match mm-hmm. to be featured on a tokyo dome card since 1994 yeah. uh, and the first one to be featured in new japan so this is a very very big moment new japan bought stardom years ago before the pandemic but obviously with the pandemic they kind of slowed down stardom is a a i would say a very a niche but very dedicated audience of all female wrestling fans they have they, the the whole show is mainly women watching it mainly women wrestling Uh, And it has a very different divergent audience, but it's very, very Japanese in its presentation and and culture. So, uh, you know, Mercedes has been a proponent of that. You follow her on social media, you know her, her style, the way she works in the ring. A lot of it is very influenced by 90s, all Japan, pro wrestling, all women, that wave with Bull Nakano and that time frame. So uh, her being a part of this made a big deal. The match I thought was good. It was short. There's some people being uh, very critical of it, but uh, the right person won. Kyrie won. Big mm-hmm. insane elbow. Best elbow drop in the business since Macho Man. And uh, then the lights go out. And we knew what we were getting. Yeah. And we get this intro, uh, this big car. Everything that Sasha Banks is like a Cardi B video. You basically get it in an intro. She comes out with this ridiculous headdress and it's the Japanese flag, but glitterati stuff yeah. and, she has to be helped into the ring, and she has the knee-high boots. And I can just see fans of RuPaul's Drag Race r- losing their mind. The, the looks <laughs> on this, the but hair it, was like a like a tie-dye hair. The looks are very the aesthetics with uh, Sasha are through the roof, right?
1: Yeah, no, I mean always, always bringing the fashion. But what I loved about this is that it, it was uh it was so it's her, but it's like this whole new her and this whole, cause again, we're in this new era. We haven't seen her um, in a while and we've been waiting for this. And so she like, it it seemed like she really methodically thought about what it means to represent stardom, what it means to represent new Japan and what it means to represent herself now in this new era of her Mm -hmm. wrestling career. So this was a big moment. She knew people were watching and I felt like this was her, like this was her big moment and uh, it 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 totally paid off because I. I you could hear it a little bit uh while watching but like I feel like that crowd was I feel like there might have been more screams uh from the screens watching behind <laughs> no. I don't know maybe in your living room I don't know uh <laughs> there,
0: there were I, the, there was cheering this is the, it's worth there was, noting this did is the you first hear real, cheering like, in the
1: neighborhood I feel like uh there was lots no but of, I mean there was uh,
0: cheering yeah. but it I did think I didn't feel the roar of the crowd I think until like middle of the show and maybe that was just yeah. an audio issue I wouldn't apply that like oh there wasn't this big pop I heard some people saying that there wasn't this big pop for it and stuff like it. Well, it's the way the show is set up and the mm-hmm. way the sound is in Tokyo Dome is not, it goes out and curves it's such and then a comes cavernous back
1: space too. It's such a huge, huge space. It's like, you. it's, it's hard to capture that all the time.
0: Yes. Uh, so she comes out and cuts this promo and uh, lays out um, Kyrie with a, a fairly, I would, I would say it wasn't a clean move, but she's doing it in heels. I was almost like, can you just do you? We've talked about this.
1: You just, just,
0: I know you want to wear them, but give me, give me hard wrestling boots if you're going to be out there doing a maneuver. Just my take. I don't know. Who am I to talk? I don't know anything. Someone give me a big boot in the face if they do. All right. So fine. Uh-oh, so they careful. do this maneuver. Do and want, that was the yeah. only thing that really tainted it because she caught a, uh, I thought, a pretty strong promo. Uh, I'm no longer the boss. I'm the CEO. It's yeah. just an evolution. It's not, it's, you're not getting, Sasha Banks from WWE, but you're getting everything you would like of that version exactly. of the character. It's the
1: it's the, the energy of it, the feel of yeah. it, like the, the attitude of it, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's what she has to bring, that attitude, that aura, that energy. And uh, you know, obviously this is gonna be like a re-energizing of of who she is and a new kind of incarnation of it. And, you know, I love that that was like a perfect soundbite. Like she's no longer the boss, she's the CEO, and it was like perfect everyone knew in that second what she meant and mm-hmm. that's important. Like you're making a statement. It's a big moment for her and she got it.
0: And also one where you say, I'm going to try and sell an arena in the United States on my name alone. Uh, she brings this up. Yeah. You're uh, you're not just going to, I'm not just going to be here. I'm the boss of this women's division and I will see you February 18th in San Jose, California at battle in the Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, tickets for that are on sale. Uh, and they will sell I think fairly well this is a real test you know there was a lot of talk and hearsay about why she left WWE it's also worth noting there's still a distinct possibility that she can wrestle for WWE in the calendar year uh we don't know on the circumstances of it but she's committed to what looks like a uh, a handful of dates here at least with new Japan and we'll challenge for that IWGP women's championship coming up February 18th, San Jose, California battle in the Valley. You have an intimate knowledge of this. I know you're going to be working on the show. Uh, what was the internal feeling of people you've talked to in new Japan about her being added to the show?
1: I uh, I mean, I mean, we're all pretty excited, you know. I think it's exciting. I think any of this like this this stardom crossover, having more women involved in the new Japan brand, I think is important and is something that, you know, it takes time, but I think this is an amazing, like amazing moment, an amazing step for the women's division. So we're all for it. But I
0: mean, a huge name. (laughs) It's a huge name. name. It's a
1: huge name. I mean, there was a lot of, I mean, not gonna lie, there was a lot of me running around uh, my living room. (laughs) Super (laughs) excited uh, because it's a big moment um, for her and for the women's division to not only like crossover in the United States, but also uh, obviously in Japan
0: uh mercedes monet someone calling themselves mercedes monet on twitch if this is indeed mercedes i don't know uh (laughs) but you you can come through the screen and give me a a whatever maneuver you would like (laughs) a boot to the face take one of the designer shoes and hit me in the head like take it off and like get some color you know like really go go to the forehead we'll talk about someone bleeding in a little bit uh but mercedes monet now with new japan how how much of a uh western expansion do you think they can do with her because it's it's one thing they have new japan strong their american division Mm -hmm. and now this this is a big move and now a lot of people think this leads to her doing something with aew i don't know if that's a guarantee i don't know if that's a guarantee
1: i mean i i don't know i mean anything's you know i feel like as a as a free agent i guess you could say um Mm -hmm. you know i think anything's anything's possible like it's you know I think in her hands to make those moves and make the right moves that she wants to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's talk about another big match on the show. Uh, several matches highlighted on this show. I enjoyed FTR uh, versus Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto. I thought that was a fantastic tag team match. Mm-hmm. FTR losing, I thought it was probably the second best match of the show. Uh, what do you think that says about them and their future? They've lost the AAA tag team titles, they lost an AEW ta- tag team title shot, and They lost these tag titles in Japan. Uh, Cash Wheeler having a tough time getting over there. A lot of people talking about what the future of FTR is. They're contracted to AEW for a few more months. The speculation now is even more ramped up. They, They have no tag titles on them, so they're not tied to any obligations with a specific promotion. Are they bound for WWE? It's the obvious question we have to ask ourselves.
1: I mean, everyone always asks that. Like once, when, you know, you continue to, to potentially lose your, your titles and you not really, you know, and we had lots of, we, we had lots of championship changeovers the show, mm-hmm. but you know, it's always a, it's always a question. I feel like in the back of people's mind is what are people's next steps? What does it mean? You know? Um, and the question is like, is it WWE? Is it somewhere else? So I,
0: And know. what is the what is the turns of an exit? Uh there were some reported issues with Dax Harwood launching a podcast that reportedly has not been met well with people in AEW who don't like that. And I get it, but it's also like you're an entire promotion built on the idea of an internet wrestling audience. So I'm like, uh you can't you can't you can't have it both ways. It's like you guys, your entire thing is building stuff online. I don't know. This is my take uh i get it but but then there's also political agendas and stuff like that too um love that match want to talk about another crossover because there's so many crossover things here this is definitely something where new japan was trying to do the best they could to include as much of the speaking audience the english-speaking audience north america europe as they could another big part of it was this arrangement they made with wwe which is huge this this is going to be one of those things where i think it'll be like a trivia question in a good way Carl Anderson becomes the first contracted WWE name. It's not worth noting. This Oh, the people from WWE on the show. TGP was on the show. FTR, uh, Mercedes Vernano. This is someone who's under a deal with under, WWE. Yeah, they're they're going to be yeah. on Monday at Raw maybe next week. Uh, They may be in the Royal Rumble. Carl Anderson uh, comes out and has, I think, one of the best singles matches. He's had on a very, very long time with Tama Tonga. Two guys with history over 10 years. The original class of the Bullet Club kind of going at it here. Very, very strong match, Uh, kind of off on the finish. I think they were going for something that just didn't sink in, but a very, very good match. I thought this was, uh, and also one of the better matches. You had a very vocal Carl Anderson who loves, he loves this thing in new Japan where he kind of like shouts at the camera and says these salacious things. And then you see them on Twitter, like five seconds later, people think I'm lazy in the ring. I remember like yelling at people think I'm lazy in the ring. Oh, I'm going to work right yeah. now. I'm getting paid.
1: What, <laughs> I, what? Yeah. I mean, I feel like Carl Anderson is like this whole other person. Uh, like I, I, I saw this when, you know, he was doing this, this match, uh, you know, is that he was telling this story. There's like a whole other different energy. Uh, and I feel like um, there was this, you know, uh, he was telling the story as like a, a singles competitor, like, Hey, this is, this is a story I'm telling at new Japan. And he did it in such a different way that he's done it at WWE. And, uh, I just felt like he was just in this, in this, in this moment that was uh, really special and kind of, and to your point, like really kind of getting into it with the audience and getting it into it with the, with the viewers at home, into the camera, you know, causing, causing, uh, some more kind of, Uh, things to discuss and and uh, some uh, you know, it's a different audience.
0: The Japanese audience they'll pop for things, but they're not like that consistently loud, they have a reverence for things until it gets oh, Mm. like you hear that. Uh, and so it's a cultural thing and the way they approach theater or anything, right? So, I think him doing that, it pops a little bit more. Love the match. Tama Tonga looks like a hundred percent when he ripped off the top and he, and he was just cut and jacked. And so man, he fired up and they were building around that stun gun finisher and he got to hit one. And, uh, Carl Anderson tried his and they did like uh, all these insane moves, uh, that the brain buster they did on the outside on the cool. walkway was nuts. Loved it. Right guy won. Tamatanga won. New Japan star defeats WWE star. They let him finish up his commitments. I don't think we're going to see much of Carl Anderson in WWE. I got that uh, sense from the post-show press conference where they were kind of hugging it out. Um, but a wild time to see a WWE name like this in New Japan and Triple H allowing it to happen. That would not happen under a uh, Vince McMahon ran WWE, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's a whole new era. I, lo- I love this like collaboration we're seeing.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe may- I would love to see some at the Royal Rumble. Just saying, got a couple of surprise spots. You know, I would love. I don't know who. Uh, like, like, like we'll let you do. That's a discussion for another but, um, day. <laughs> why don't why, can, can we borrow Okada for five minutes? <laughs> can Okada yeah, get on a plane we, yeah. for 20 hours to come wrestle for 10 minutes? <laughs> and we just want to, like, make people lose their mind uh, and also drive someone crazy down in Jacksonville that thinks they have a deal. Uh, so uh, that, that would be interesting. Liked it. Enjoyed it. Moving along the card into the big matches of the show uh, that I enjoyed. Um, I thought this was a very, very strong, strong match. I think this was the match of the night. I interviewed Will Ospreay. Uh, They got a lot of time here. Kenny Omega defeating him for the IWGP United States Championship in the match of the night, an early match of the year contender as we usually get out of Wrestle Kingdom. This was brutal. Uh, This was uh, also, I think, it did more for Will Ospreay in losing this match than winning it. Uh, And uh, (sighs) tell me about it.
1: I mean, I I have to say, like, this was one of the most hyped-up matches for this lineup of, of Russell Kingdom matches. It had the
0: most story. It had, it had the, most the most story. story going we had
1: pre, we had the press conference that was, we had all the interviews leading up to it. We had all of the, the pre-media, like all the promo packages. We had so much story with so much hit. I mean, a lot of the matches at Wrestle Kingdom had some history with the opponents, but this had so much just weight to it and you mm-hmm. could feel it. And, the fact that people were feeling for Will Ospreay after this match and we're talking about both of them as being the, the obviously the the best of the best. Like I felt for Will Ospreay. Like it just, I was um, emotional thinking that this, that like he fought as hard as he could. And obviously, you know, spoilers.
0: <laughs> I mean, he took a DDT um, on the turnbuckle. He,
1: on the turnbuckle. Like just,
0: from the top. So so from people the top, you yeah. can see the match. He basically took like a DDT on the exposed part of the turnbuckle. Expo-
1: yeah.
0: Uh the turnbuckles are different in, in New Japan. They don't have like buckles. They have like a pad. They have a the pad whole thing that's ripped long. off. He took yeah. it on that. He's bleeding outside the ring. Uh, his does. faction is around him. They don't get involved. No. That does happen in New Japan, but they tend they tend not to do that. They're at They don't get involved in the match per se. Uh and Omega just goes off on him for like 15, 20 minutes. It was he starts so to brutal. rally. So brutal. He gets. He gets. He gets a. He gets a. He gets to do a handful of different things, but it's just not there. And he sold and registered so many emotions and, of and just. See, I'm gonna try uh, the, as much as I can.
1: There was like a. It was like a roller coaster of emotions because you see that like he like Osprey wants to fight back. Osprey is going and going uphill, hitting every, trying to hit every moment, but Omega was just a just bringing everything like it i mean both of them had this like electric energy Uh, this was the best match i've seen at wrestle kingdom i think on tv in i don't even know how long and it everyone everyone was talking about it yeah and and, it's one of those things i interviewed last week he said
0: i don't i don't think people are going to be able to follow this we're going to go on and I think it, he alluded that I think we should be the last match on the show, even if we're not the uh, we're not the championship of New Japan. We're not the IWGP title, which I get. Uh, but he's like, we've made this the match. This is going to be the, you're not going to be able to follow it. And we'll talk about the other big match in the show and the other big title change. Um, a lot of title changes here. You There's know, they, 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 they swapped out a bunch of different titles here uh, and and really went with the talent that they're going to shore up for the foreseeable future. But that's the bittersweet part about Omega Omega winning this title. Coming back, he's the guy, he made his name in New Japan, really, uh, and became a big star in television with AEW. It was a full circle
1: moment, you know? It was a full circle moment um, that had, you know, I feel like there was a lot of full circle moments at this show. I feel like it really kind of... um, It had moments for everyone to kind of reconnect with the New Japan brand. People that have been away at other promotions, other organizations, they come back and they can still do what they love. And I I feel like this match specifically had so much heart. Mm
0: -hmm. And I'm not
1: saying none of them. I'm not saying there's other ones that didn't. But I felt like it connected on on a level, on an emotional level, so much more than I expected.
0: For sure. And I I think um, Will maybe he, he was kind of he was tweening in terms of like a character you want to root for because he's mm-hmm. ruthless and aggressive. And I think that's New Japan's a different world. You can allow that the strong style presentation, everything. And Kenny was coming off as more flippant and you can't be the star I am. And we're getting more of a heel presentation yeah. of Kenny in New Japan. Don Callis is with him at commentary, yeah. all that different stuff. Um there was this sense of, like, I think Will should have won it because he was the guy that was there during the pandemic. That was the whole yeah. story. I mean, holding, so
1: then holding they go a with, they brand go with... like that up during a pandemic, like, that's a big deal, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you want to root for the, like, kind of, he's kind of was the underdog going into this, right? And even though everyone is rooting behind him and, and surrounding him, it's like, it was, it was hard, to, hard to watch.
0: The vi- violent match, too. Like, a lot of, like a lot of shots to the face a lot of like dangerous dangerous stuff um definitely if you're gonna pick out one match to watch from the show this is the one (laughs) i mean this is the one you got to see this is the match of the night this to me is the bar now set for the rest of the year in terms of big singles one-on-one matches Uh well where you You got a lot of work to do (laughs) like that's what i'm gonna be asking people the rest of the year um we get we have to talk about this the main event of the night Other big moments, we'll talk about uh, Okada and Jay White. We get to see Keiji Muto, uh, who had a big moment over the weekend. He got to another Forbidden Door moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, Him and Shinsuke Nakamura, I got to watch that match live. I enjoyed it, despite a a, a very bad faux pas. Uh, I would just say beyond a faux pas, an awful word that uh, uh, Great Muto uttered during a press conference that you don't need to say in public and you don't need to say at all. Um, Maybe those transgressions aside, uh, he's not the Muda. This is like Undertaker basically being Mark Calloway. That's what Keiji Muto is uh, for those people. He is their Undertaker in Japan. He wrestles in the six-man. Uh, Shoto um- Umina and uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi tagging with him against LIJ and uh, uh, Tetsito Naito. Uh, uh, this is another example. Naito, huge name. Uh, Minoru Suzuki, huge name. He was in a pre-show tribute six-man match kenta huge there were a lot of big names that were not featured in singles matches mind you this one's special because it's muto's last match for new japan he's gonna have some two more matches on this goodbye tour um but a lot of big talent featured in these multi-man matches and not in singles matches what do you think of that
1: i mean i think it just goes like there were so many uh like we had the memorial match. We had, you know, I feel like Wrestle Kingdom is the opportunity to showcase the generational talent.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: sometimes you can't always have single matches. So I liked how we got to see a little bit of like kind of their best moments. Some of these these talents that have been around for, for you know, decades.
0: We have a new New Japan champion. Uh, and it is a champion who's held the title before um tell me about this big main event uh i i i was it was at this point i think it was like 5 a.m it's a match i need to see i know i'm a guy doing a review show and i'm not i'm talking about a match i haven't seen um but i thought going into this and you can tell me because you got to see it uh i still have to watch it because i was just a tuckered out boy i had to do radio around this yeah um jay white loses the iwgp heavyweight championship to kazuchika okada the rainmaker who's been the john cena randy orton of w of the ww equivalent in japan for a long long time he's been the man he is the man once more they've done this with him though that's the thing the story for me is they've done it before they've gone to yeah. okada again and every other decision on the show makes sense omega i get it uh mercedes monet sasha makes i get it, it makes sense You don't want to do the you know the now Wednesday morning quarterbacking here. Um do you do you think they went the right direction and how strong was the match?
1: I mean the I mean I have to say these two matches, like the 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 main event and then the the um Osprey, like that's so hard to follow, right? (laughs) Just let me just say that.
0: Was it a hard was it a hard act for them to follow?
1: I think. I think once they started, it was like, it was a little, you had to kind of build up to it a little bit, but it's also two greats, right? Um, that it's like, we, like I was, I, we were into it, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think it was just a different type of match. I feel like the stakes were just a little bit different. Yeah, Charlotte, awesome matches. Yay. Thank you, New Japan. <laughs> Um Japan. Uh, you know, Jay, Jay has gone on and has said multiple times on Strong that he is, is is the era of Jay White. Like he is, he has been holding and upholding the brand of New Japan Strong and being this this champion for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And this was such a hard moment to see for me because you see him. Just try again, it was like one of those like uphill battles where you just see him struggling. Like you see him kind of defeated halfway through. It's like you can't give up yet. You got to keep going. You got to keep going. And it was 30 minutes. It was if I'm timing it right, I got to double check. But I believe it was around a 30 minute match. And it was it was like you have them kind of playing mind games with each other because they know each other so well. They know each other so well, so they're not only like they, they've had
0: five big matches before. Yeah, like they the fifth they, the they matches there's so been.
1: much history there, so they have that foundation where they can, they can kind of play the mental game. They can kind of take each other's moves. They know like, kind of how to play each other. <laughs> so it felt like it was uh, a lot of a lot of like teasing and kind of back and forth um, physically, trying to trying to one up each other. Um, and it just, you know, I, I feel like there's mixed reactions to this match of, um, you know, uh, Jay White being defeated. I feel like it, it's been kind of a mixed bag online. Um, so it's interesting. It doesn't right? mean it was I, a bad match. It, it doesn't mean it's a bad match at all. It actually, I think I'm, it I'm
0: actually makes I'm seeing great reviews. It, I'm looking at CageMatch.de. match.de.
1: Yeah. The resource. It's they, a great they a match. They 33
0: minutes. Uh, it's getting an 8.3 out of 10 for most people. Yeah. Um, it was a great
1: match. It's just, it had such it, again, that's new Japan is so good about telling those stories about making it every moment matter. And I feel like this was one of those matches, just like with the, the Omega match that every moment really told us as we're watching what we had to feel, you know, why we, we were frustrated and mad and us cheering. Like it all, it led us kind of through this journey and it was a good one. You got to go back and, uh, and study it.
0: Overall, uh, the one to 10 on new Japan Wrestle kingdom. Uh, I know uh, you are an inside source working for the, for the American <laughs> it's division. A of
1: 12. It. It's a 12, it's
0: a 12. What a, what a company gal. <laughs> Twelve. You. Uh, but it's worth it's worth noting. I've done some things for New Japan as well. So so I'm not I'm not with them right now. But I've done some things in New Japan as well. Uh, to to me, this is this is a like a nine ten show. I mean, this is really really good, really really satisfying. Only problem is like a circumstantial thing. It was like I got to stay up late. I got to do all these things. I, well, gotta, I, I, you know, I also I still, say, still finish watching the show. You
1: know, I have to say there's tons of international audiences that stay up for our pay per views here in the U S. We so. got our we
0: got our wonderful guys in India that, you know? are, that are up for us all the time. So I'm
1: just like, hey, we can do it. You know, once yeah, or twice, we can do it a year. <laughs>
0: If they do it for us, we can do it for them. Uh, Emily, player. definitely, if they want to give you a follow, you're doing great stuff for us over on Instagram on the Sports Keto Wrestling Instagram page. But if they want to follow you, where do they go?
1: Uh, you can follow me as you see below at Emily Mayheller on all social platforms. So it's the same across the board.
0: There you go. You can follow me at Kev Callum. I'm Kev Callum6 on uh, the Instagram. Uh, busy with the stuff I'm doing with Roast Battle Chicago. Uh, the big gross battle comedy show. We're doing some big dates. We've got some cool stuff coming up here. Uh, I'm going to be at the Lincoln Lodge and comedy club action on Friday. I'll be at the second city of Chicago on Saturday night. So uh, a busy, busy week for me ahead. Uh, Thank you guys so much for everything going on. The Royal rumble is a few weeks away. If you haven't done so go ahead and download the sports Kita app available on all of your mobile devices. You can literally set the whole thing to let you know exactly about the specific wrestlers you like. It's a completely customized app uh, available on Apple, all those good things, and exclusive content on our WrestleBinge channel with Vince Russo, Dutch Mantel, and so many more. Remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing. (sighs) Take a deep breath. Don't get angry that your fantasy booking wasn't fulfilled on screen. (laughs) And just enjoy
1: wrestling. Watch Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out!